Weekly on the Internet. This is Wayne, and I'm here with my co co-host. I've downgraded him. He's uh, not official. <laughs> I used to not, be a partner. He's not and... top level because he doesn't. He, he just. <sighs> he doesn't have a video feed for me to see. So downgraded co co-host, assistant to the manager. I'm health. I'm 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 happier in a support role anyway. I don't like to be. I don't like to be in charge. I don't yeah. like the responsibility. Ah, co-host. Ah, come on. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> That's that um that white dude's shit we were talking about the other day. <laughs> yeah. This guy. Oh, Get this a load guy. of this guy. Uh, they let anybody in here. <laughs> Ayo! Hey. <laughs> White dudes in a bar catchphrase. They let anybody on a podcast. <laughs> it's your podcast. It's just, it's your thing. <laughs> and you sent me an email invite to be sent on this the link to me and said, <laughs> come on the, be on the podcast. We gotta we have a podcast. <laughs> Anybody in here? Dude, we made plans to meet. I don't understand (laughs) what is with this bit. (laughs) It's it's like I don't know, like residual boomerness that has seeped into our current consciousness, like just from our parents. Like we're sitting at a restaurant, and then your dad is just like, "This fucking guy," (laughs) and then like thirty years later, because you. you dinner yeah exactly yeah and then you you leave the, you you you're leaving the restaurant and so you go to the bathroom first and then you come out of the bathroom you shaking the water off your hands from washing your hands and you go let's rock and roll <laughs> uh, yeah yeah that's correct except that it's a minor miracle that i still do that stuff too because my dad never went to restaurants when i was a kid <laughs> Because he's antisocial. <laughs> so I don't know who I picked it up from. Yeah, I don't know. Your mom made you go. You didn't like it because you would rather be at home reading Ninja Turtle comics or something. Okay, so that's rude of you. I'm not to bring, I'm, to bring not that a, up. It's not a personal attack. That's just, that's just real information. <laughs> it is real information. It's true. <laughs> to this day. I still have those comics. I know. I looked through. I went through some of them. Um, some of them are completely ridiculous. Yeah, they were pretty wild. I, you got a whole, whole big old box of them. There was one issue where it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> In hindsight, as an adult, I'm like, "No way! What yeah, dude, are we even, doing?" Even on, dude, that's four v four. It's even. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know exactly. <laughs> but like it was literally like Michelangelo versus pestilence. But you know, I was ten at the time. It doesn't sink in, right? Yeah, you're, what? You're just like this is some villain. Cool, Michelangelo's gonna get him. <laughs> yeah, he's got nunchucks, dude. Yeah, not nunchucks, numchucks. Numchucks. Gotta hit him with the numchucks. And Pestilence is just like, ah, no! Oh. What am I going to do against that? This is a, this is a giant turtle. 
Just the four horsemen of the apocalypse being like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Well, you gotta worry about the turtle flu, dude. That's... I don't care about the swine flu. I'm worried about the turtle flu. Uh, I knew it. Maybe do so. If the Ninja Turtles defeat the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse, do they become the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse? So it's just like instead of famine, it's just Donatello. The Four Horsemen <laughs> of the Apocalypse. I think it's Tortai. That's the plural. Of <laughs> no, tort- I think I think that's the plural of of torta. <laughs> There's multiple torta sandwiches. Oh, that's Spanish. Tor- it's different. Torta. You know? <laughs> how did we? How did we decide that we just cracked <laughs> ourselves up so much that we should just start a podcast? How did this? I don't, like... know. <laughs> I don't know. We could use a, a few tortai <laughs> right now. Delicious, dude. I could go for a couple of tortai. <laughs> God, we are so Yo, stupid. You going out? Pick me up. Pick up some tortai. <laughs> Your roommate's just like, <sighs> oh man, it's the beauty. It's the beauty of not having a roommate, so I can just be a stupid idiot by myself. <laughs> or if it's just really sad, I'm gonna turn off the video so I can cry real quick. You know what solves that? couple of tortai couple of, yeah yeah do you throw back a couple <laughs> so, of tortai yeah Whenever i'm feel depressed much better or i have eaten so much that i immediately fall asleep either way success yeah. <laughs> yes success <laughs> <laughs> oh my god do you think oh. it's a coincidence that Turtle in Spanish is Tortuga. Do I think it's a coincidence? Yeah. No, I I think it's intentional. So you're saying it's a conspiracy? A turtle conspiracy? Yeah, big Spanish. (laughs) It's like a ball of Duolingo and Babel and like Rosetta Stone. (laughs) Making Spanish language decisions. that's a weird way to say Illuminati, Lynn. <laughs> uh, well, the funny thing about conspiracies is that um, of all the conspiracies that we've joked about over the years, none of them even come close to actual reality. <laughs> Some insane stuff has been happening. Yeah, um, it's... So... It's bizarre. It's like... There's all these people who are like, <laughs> who are like, let's remove people's voter rights, and then uh, other people are like, yeah, I'll vote for you for that. <laughs> and like, it's right. like, no, the, all the the conspiracy, yeah, is like this crazy thing, but this is like a real thing people are doing, and everybody's like, ah, yeah, you know, it's life. Just politicking. It's just you know, how it's it like, goes. <laughs> no. Yep. It's like the it's like the hiding in plain sight type thing. Yeah, I think that uh, people have a really loose understanding of what the word conspiracy is, because they'll literally be like, 
this is a conspiracy theory that I believe in. And then somebody and a group of other people will conspire against that person that believes in conspiracy theories. They'll literally conspire to, you know, like sabotage their life in front of their very eyes. And they'll be like, mm, I think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you? <laughs> yeah. There's like this whole thing. Yeah, it's wild. Like, I'm watching people conspire. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to text you the definition of conspire. No, they don't need that. <laughs> no, I don't read. It's only, like, important if, you know, you're the one who knows, but other people don't know, so that you're the person with the knowledge. You're in the inner circle. Everybody knows about, you know, the, the politicians doing whatever they're doing. But what about the shadowy government that's controlling the politicians that we don't even, we can't even see, right. but I know about because a guy on 4chan made a post about it or something. Like, that's always the evidence. <laughs> Some anonymous 4chan post or whatever. Yeah, or the resurrection of Tucker Carlson's career. Yeah, I watched that guy's just saying stuff. I watched an old clip of uh, John Stewart on, you know, Crossfire. Mm -hmm. Him and that other guy, and it <laughs> it was a joke. It was a total joke, you know. And, yeah, they were uh, like, "Don't you feel the Daily Show has some sort of um, oh, what's the word? Well, they were like he, responsibility he was to, to society. He was talking to them about responsibility." Mm -hmm. and about like asking real questions to people and they're like oh well you uh you have a show and you had this person on and you asked them this question that's a real question and he's like my show is <laughs> is led into by a show of talking puppets like what <laughs> <laughs> right that's not it's on comedy central this that is was... supposed to be a real political show and you're right. asking questions that are less serious than what i'm asking Right. And that was like when we were graduating high school. So yeah, like... and it's gone more insane than that. And he's, you know, Tucker Carl, that was like a CNN show, right? It was a Fox show with the alleged, um, it was a Fox show where they, they purported to um, have a, a, a Democrat and a Republican. Even though if you're on Fox News, there's no way you're a Democrat. <laughs> just lying but um, yeah uh and they canceled it after that john stewart thing because john stewart blasted those guys so hard it was, and it a, went, it was a cnn show oh was it oh yeah my, my it was mistake. a cnn I thought show it was a fox show no oh my god and but CNN. you're absolutely right that no. it wasn't like i don't know no. i don't it was weird it was it was uh it's supposed to be a debate show and it ran apparently from 82 to 2005 and then did you say 82? Yeah. Okay, that explains why it's a CNN show. 2013 to 2014. And then uh, they were like, nah. Officially canceled. Yeah. I, I, I do remember it being canceled almost directly because of the Jon Stewart thing. Because he went in there and he just made them look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Which, of course, they were, but... Um, let's see. When they tried to revitalize it, they relaunched it. Um, the panelists were Newt Ginrich and 
Wonderful commentator. <laughs> S.E. Cup. I don't know who that is. Uh, she's apparently right now a conservative political commentator. So you had just two super conservative people just standing on there yelling at somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, it's exhausting, they were, isn't they it? They were representing like... the right. Oh, they had four people, and then it was Stephanie Cutter and Van Jones representing the left. So four, two oh, people, two be two, one man, one woman on each side, and they're just just yelling. I bet. Yeah, instead of crossfire, they just should have called it hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> Makes no sense. Just four people just literally just noise. May as well just present cars honking for a half an hour. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Of course, it's all like it's none of it is actual. It's not for political discourse, right? No, that was the John whole point, right? Is like they were like, oh, this is a debate show, and really you stand around and you kind of yell. One person stands here. And then you yell at each other for 30 minutes and then the show's over or whatever. Right. Well, and that's the really stupid part about all these shows that exist on all the networks, actually. And I'm going to sound a little bit <laughs> like... Every tone. show that's ever existed has, is the same <laughs> as that. The end. Oof, mm, I wasn't going to go that far, but I was <laughs> going to say I'm going to... I'm going to... I might stray into like this uh, mid center libertarian zone but um like they they don't none of those people do anything for politics is that like the reverse of the demilitarized zone (laughs) uh see now you got me distracted man god (laughs) damn it what would the reverse of a demilitarized is that just a militarized zone right uh, sort of. It's libertarian. It's just a bunch of people standing around with guns. <laughs> Speaking of a bunch of people standing around with guns, they, did you see this Texas thing that they passed? Where... No, let's. I don't know. Let's look at that. What were we talking about about the show thing? Let's get back. Let's get back on track. The thing people really tune in. To <laughs> yeah, the people that the tune in are following. <laughs> and they, I really want to hear what you were just about to say. I I legitimately already forgot because of the about TV shows and all the political shows and yeah. So those guys, I mean, the issue is that those guys, um, those people that do those shows, they don't actually contribute anything to real politics, meaningful change, political offices, voting, you know, any of that. It's literally just shit stirring. Yeah, across every network. that's the news cycle right that's the whole 24-hour news cycle thing and yeah but that's the that's the that's the conversation that actually needs to be had with people because even if you like we're left right so we see stuff on msnbc and npr and like all this stuff that actually you know we agree with but none of those people do anything anyway either in terms of actual politicking so it's like this is literally just entertainment at this point, and it's indistinguishable from relevant. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm when I'm listening to a show that's like about the news, I want to either like get the news, like what happened, 
mm-hmm. or get some context for that news. Right. Uh, and that's why I listen to NPR. That's where I get it from. Uh, and then I read other articles if I'm up from, you know, various, like whether it's opinion yeah. pieces or whatever, if I find them or they kind of bubble up into uh, something like Hacker News, which like has various articles about all kinds of things. It's usually software or engineering related, but like there's a lot of people who write things based on their perspectives of something is good or bad or in between or whatever. So right. sometimes when there's a really hot button issue or a really, uh, you know, something that's in the news a lot, you'll get an article on there. Um, in any case, the, the, what you're talking about, like a lot of these political shows on CNN or on, on Fox News or all of these things, like they have to fill their 24-hour news station. There's not 24 hours worth of news. That's just called like living life. You just see what's happening. <laughs> you just, right, yeah. 24 hours of news. I, it's a little cloudy outside today. I see that. And there's a squirrel. Yeah, and it's been... It's, and that squirrel's gone now. I see that he left. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but it's, it's, so it's, and then it's all it's, sensationalized from there. Yeah. Right? Like, that's why... So, I mean, there was a whole thing where Cap- like, a lot of capitalism. the shows... A lot of the shows are not um, on these networks. Whatever network you choose, they're not technically news shows, right? They're opinion shows. And... Just, they're not trying hearing to... you say that just feels gross it does like right it. <laughs> it is gross <laughs> that's Definitely. how we've arrived at where we are today and so you have all of these opinion shows these people who are like you were saying paid to stir things up give their opinions whatever side they're on and uh they're you know so so that's tough and it also makes it tough to sort through the actual what's going on in the actual information. And then there's other tactics that are used um, by, you know, a, a lot of, there's a lot of like, like Fox News is better at stirring up their base than basically anybody else. And they use a lot of uh, false equivalency in there with their arguments or with, you know, things other people are saying. It's not that other stations don't don't do that, but there's a level and there's an extreme that they take it to. Uh, and like Tucker Carlson's one of those people. Like he took his crossfire stuff and he went to Fox and was like, "I'm gonna take this and then go super extra." You know, a really good example of this is the recent uh, thing that's been in the news about uh, trans athletes in high schools and or middle schools and colleges and all of these. Um, laws that they're trying to make from banning uh, trans athletes from participating uh, and there's all of this sensationalism around it. Fox News ran like a hundred plus uh, segments on this thing but they really only found like eight actual cases where this was a thing in the United States like mm-hmm. around the whole of the United States. They found like eight instances and they're running a hundred hundred plus segments on this thing right yeah that's you know that's crazy it gets people really riled up you know that's and and that's why they latch onto it people tune in people watch that stuff they 
think about it. They talk to other people about it. Now I'm talking to you about it because it's like crazy mm-hmm. to me that they're right. doing this thing. Yeah, I get you. Know, you. It's this whole cycle. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't even realize it at the time. I remember when I was in college and I would go home to visit and I would go see my, my grandma. She was had Fox News on all the time. And like she would get, be getting riled up about something. And at that time, like I wasn't listening to NPR. I wasn't like watching the news. I wasn't paying attention to anything. I was just like going to college and being right. in college. Yeah. Um, so well, she's still a kid at that point, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, she'd start in on something. I'm some 22 year old kid or whatever. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. It sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they've convinced you of something. I haven't heard anything about this. I feel like it was most serious right. enough. I would have heard something about it. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying for sure. Um, I think that's kind of semi-related to what we were talking about before we started the pod was like the, the, the ability or the, the inability actually of people to like parse out important information from like this sea of just raw data that enters into your brain space is like as deep a problem as the sharing of like misinformation and Mm -hmm. and, like nonsense and stuff like that. Because literally like if you present somebody with let's say 10 things and nine of them are false and one of them is true, a lot of people just cannot parse out how to that, that one thing out of the 10, like they, their brains just don't have the ability to, differentiate between these things and so they just accept or don't accept whatever information they get on a whim right so you just go down the line of those 10 things you just like oh well i think this is true i think this is not i think this is i think this is not like even if you alternate or whatever so that you're literally like there is only one true actual piece of real life data in here but you've already accepted the part of other the the other fifty percent. So even if you accept, yeah. if you understand that the the actual true thing is true, you've already also accepted like in this instance four other things that are not true as also true. And then you're charging forward with the rest of your life, just being like, I got it, I got the information, I'm doing it, I'm living my life, I'm a yeah. person, let's go. Like, yeah, I was having a conversation um about this yesterday with Eileen. We were talking about. Like, you know, you learn things in school and then, you know, later those things are updated or changed or whatever and people just don't learn them or um Oh yeah, they're care. not they're not bothered at all. They don't no. care. It's, no. it's like, okay, once you you know, they feel like once you finish high school or college then you're just like, Okay, fully baked, done. No need to learn anything ever again. I know the things that I know and they're all true forever. Right. Um and it's <laughs> and that's um yeah, parsing out information is really important and parsing out how people say it. Even I hear people say things who are even listening to the same thing that I listen to, you know, listening to NPR and listening to a story. Right. And the story will be about whatever it is, right? The the thingy of oh, the happening over here is going on to the doodad of this uh, other thing with a, there's an animal involved or whatever right and they'll say like oh the uh, scientists you know uh, theorized that like 
XYZ is affecting it, and there's some evidence to support that, and they're currently like trying to prove that out, So and they're trying to get whatever, whatever. And so somebody will hear that story, and they'll go like say, hey, do you hear that this um, thing is definitely causing this other thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, that's not what it said. Like, it's yeah. important that you know that. Right, yeah, that's very relevant. It is actually the point of the whole thing. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot. I saw a thing today. You, well, you know how um, there's a lot of um, craziness in the service industry now that um, bars and restaurants are opening back up at, like, full capacity and they're having problems hiring people and stuff like that post – I say post-COVID. I mean, yeah. whatever that means. But well, have, you seen, have that, you seen any of that um, stuff? People – who don't get paid very much and then get treated extremely poorly by the public forever and then yeah. also still super poorly in the time of a pandemic will be like, nah, I'm good. I don't need that job anymore. Right. Yeah. I'm going to go and do something else. Or well, that's nothing. actually, I, 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 I agree with you absolutely, obviously, because of my background, but um, that's not my, my point in this case. What I ran into today was people on service injury forums literally being like, if I get paid $3 more an hour, that's $25,000 a year. And that's a big deal. So you know what the problem is with that, right? <laughs> is that that's only six grand if you get paid three and you work 40 hour work weeks. Yeah, I was going to say. And so <laughs> you're the math. I'm not even the math guy. You're the math guy. I'm just here to tell you that this is the level of like people who mean well and are actually trying to uh, argue for a better like treatment of service industry staff. They share stuff like that and the math is wrong. And then people will literally be like, oh, well, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, so let's disregard his point entirely. Yeah, even and though... And the actual point is you do need to pay these people more, even if it is only $3 an hour, yes. even if it is only six grand a year, because to people with that amount of money, six grand a year is still a lot of money. It's not 25 grand. 25 grand a year is a lot for, like, oh my God, it's like a life-changing amount of money for for some people, but... Even sick, like the whole point is that we're trying to build a society that gets better and does better for the people that live in it. And we shoot ourselves in the foot. And then after you shoot yourself in the foot and fall down, other people shoot you because they saw you shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they think that you're dumb for shooting yourself in the yeah. foot, <laughs> which, like, you kind of are, like, but oh, it's the he's kind down. of. Right. What was that thing about people when they're <laughs> Don't down? worry about it. Shoot him. Definitely shoot him. I uh, would we'll just shoot him. Yeah. So this is exactly my point when we talk about this stuff. Like There is like a more nuanced argument within these larger arguments because ultimately arguments are composed of like ideas. <laughs> and so we're talking about like um, very complex things that are made up of simple things. And if you even mess up one of those at any point, or if somebody, even if you don't mess it up and somebody doesn't understand your simple point anyway, that's in your construction of an argument, discussion or whatever, then the whole thing gets wiped. And people are like, well, that's communist, I'm out. And you're just like, no, 
we had so much farther to go. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. The, the interesting thing is that people, a number of people who are um, really well known, you know, um, spokespeople for various whatever it is, political or or products or whatever it is, are um, the converse is true where they are able to essentially even even if stuff is made up build these like arguments that sound like they make sense right yeah. they sound sensical they sound sensible they sound like something that you want and they go from step to step and then they arrive at whatever their ultimate um you know conclusion is the thing that they want to convince you of and then they and then they're like there it is yep uh, we did it and- boys and, and people say, okay, oh, yeah, absolutely, I buy that. But if you actually, this is the whole thing about processing information. If you, like, pick at those pieces, you're like, oh, these are all made up. Like, none of them are real. Yeah, yeah. Well, I actually got taught that in school. If you took a logic class at any point, um, uh, uh, they point out that things, if, if you set things up in a certain logical, like, structure, then insane things can make sense it like the like the if then so if x then y yeah. then x and y can be anything if x if if x equals potato then and and y equals <laughs> trash can if potato Dude, then do trash not put can. A lot of potatoes in the trash can <laughs> no, no, no 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 i don't no, want no, that what not happens is you no it's trash can after potato you see what oh. i'm saying yeah, so if potato, right? So we agree that potato. This is the yeah. Ben Shapiro bullshit, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we agree. We agree that potato. Right? I love potatoes, yeah. No, I, no, 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 Wayne. You, you're not understanding me. We I agree potato, right? I get it. Like X is pot- potato, so potato, right? We all accept potato as true. Right? Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, exactly. Then potato trash can. party. Then trash can. Boom. Oh, yeah, exactly. Man, that just blew my mind. Libs owned. <laughs> Take that, Checkmate libs. atheists. Yeah, it's the same. It's this grifter ass bullshit that people do, and the left does it too. But it's yeah. not like quite as egregious, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's how you end up with guys like Charlie Kirk getting five grand to go talk at a universe, a liberal university, and trigger everybody, and then go on campus and be like. Oh, capitalism's the best. Nothing <laughs> bad ever happens. We just need to be more capitalist. Blah blah yeah, blah. And he's more just capitalism like just a, a thirty-seven-year-old white guy on a on a college campus, just triggering nineteen-year-olds. And then he gets a, a bunch of a, a bunch of checks in the mail from like people who are just giving him money on Venmo or. <laughs> like, well, I'm starting crazy. to see these actual. So I've wondered for a long time about um like economics in general there you know you hear stories every year you know listen to whatever it is um economic shows uh podcast radio wherever and they're like oh this place their birth rate is declining uh in the u.s our birth rate is declining right that's that's bad our economy and all this stuff we need it Need more babies, need more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always wondered, like, okay, we already have seven, eight billion people or whatever on the planet now. 
we can only support like so many. Why is all of economics fully based on us just continuing to grow the, the population? Also continuing to grow GDP, mm-hmm. right? Like this doesn't seem to make sense. Like we can't, this is a pyramid scheme, right? We can't do this forever. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm finally just starting to hear these other ideas about these things uh, on shows and in the news and things about like, oh, yeah, so it turns out uh, after a certain amount of GDP, like a country just like things socially for people don't necessarily get that much better just by adding another point of GDP or whatever. So you mean quality of life wise for the population? Yeah. Within that. Right. Gotcha. Quality of life, um, happiness, you know, all of these factors. And so there's people out here advocating for, Hey, instead of just measuring based on this number, this thing, who, um, we, we should like use that as a tool, but also we should measure on these other things. We should try to figure out how to like measure because they have these happiness indexes and they have all these things. Right. And if we use that, then maybe we can shift our thinking about what's important in society, what's important for laws Mm -hmm. and, um, plan and and benefits and and all of these things that we what should we doing different you know because essentially if you're adding another point to the to the our economic like gdp growth or whatever it is you know people who have money are making more money like great but that doesn't that's not really helping like a large swath of people in our country right yeah, it's sort well, of. Yeah, I mean, I mean anyway, I, I'm starting to hear these these kinds of things bubble up into some of these shows and like hear these discussions, and I'm hoping that it's starting to enter more into the mainstream. After, especially after this last year, there were, this last year there was a bunch of people who had, um, you know, who had probably always had stable jobs or whatever who lost their job, and they were like, oh. Uh, maybe my healthcare shouldn't be tied to my employment. That seems weird. Maybe there should be some different way we do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I think I would like to think that people, on the whole, learned something from the COVID experience. But it's hard to say, right? Because it sounds like a really bad ride at Disney, Epcot Center, or whatever. <laughs> the COVID experience. <laughs> One out no, of ten. Thanks. I'm good. One I'm out good of ten. Don't 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 ask me why it gets a one. <laughs> it's because the rating they wouldn't let you give it zero stars. Yeah. Stupid rating system. Actually, Jerry Seinfeld did a bit on comedians in cars getting coffee about that. He's like, on a scale from one to ten, how would you rate this movie? And somebody's like zero. He's like, well, that's not the scale. That I gave you. <laughs> Which is very Seinfeldian, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gave you the parameters. You <laughs> yeah. You cannot go, like, <laughs> when you play Monopoly, you just can't start doing other shit. That old Colbert bit about George Bush. Uh, George Bush, as a president, would you say great president or... The greatest president. 
the first there he was always interviewing some like liberal politician who somehow didn't know who he was or what his bit was and they would be like neither and then yeah. he'd go i'll just put you down for great <laughs> uh if we learned anything from the uh sasha <laughs> sasha baron cohen yeah movies it's like no matter how gigantic and culturally relevant there are still just like great swaths of tone deaf um uninformed just clowns everywhere (laughs) (laughs) it's like what we were talking about we were texting the other day and i said i i I told you that story about how i saw that guy throwing a box cutter to another guy (laughs) yeah i was like dude the bar is so low right now and we're trying to do so many things yeah um, the the quick version of that story for the podcast, uh, since Wayne's already heard it, is that I was in a grocery store and I saw one employee of the grocery store throw what's essentially a loose box cutter to like, another yeah, employee. Broken, he was like, oh, you need the box cutter? Oh, here you go. And then just like, it was an underhand toss, but like the I saw the blade come out of the box cutter, so the safety was broken. And I was like, oh, no. We're trying to solve like global racism and economic crisis, and just like normal people are just hucking actual blades at each other. People that aren't engaged in physical combat are just casually slinging blades at one another. And I was just like, oh, it's going to take us forever to solve this stuff if this is where we're at. Like, yeah. is th- this is really where we're at right now? It's devastating. Oh, it's that no. That's, <laughs> oh, my God. It's like teaching somebody how to drive, and that person is just, uh, like, actively hitting themselves in the head with a baseball bat. Like, okay, we're going to try and drive the car now. And he's like, okay, <sighs> slowly giving himself CTE in front of your very eyes as you try to teach him how to operate a motor vehicle. I, I, it's crazy. Like, I I didn't think it was ever that bad. But um, I've seen too many things as an adult at this point. I've, I've seen too much of the world and how humans interact with each other. It is um, going to be much harder to, to tackle these complex concepts than I thought. Which, actually, somebody who's way smarter than me probably came to that conclusion already, but... Um, here we are. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's weird, right? Super weird. Man. What's going on? I can see your screen. You can't see me, but I can see you working on whatever you're doing. I know. I'm trying to make sure this mixer is doing the right thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe I've been doing the wrong thing this whole fucking time. <laughs> This is why we need an audio engineer. Yeah, who knows, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Just click these buttons. I feel like it's been going okay. Maybe not. Well, considering we, really we, we, our, our current production um, is one podcast a year. <laughs> so. Yeah, this might be it, dude. I don't know. I'm tired of paying this SoundCloud fee. We got we got to make more podcasts otherwise I'm paying. Well, dude, I'm I'm I mean, I'll just start a, a Twitch account anyway and then just we'll just do live pods and do that. <laughs> not pay for anything. That'll Screw that's it. probably better. But then we got to then you have to get a video camera or a web camera, some kind of X, some kind of camera. 
Dude, I'm, I'm getting ready to give up on regular life anyway and just descend into the internet. Like, I don't know. I don't, I mean. Could happen. I watched your cousin's podcast, uh, podcast, ugh, Twitch stream for like an hour and a half earlier. It was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah you know what? I tuned in for his, uh, his, for, for the last time he did this, uh, and I watched for a little while when he was doing a. The, the, the D&D? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Does he still did he still do the one that's one map that was just there the whole time and they were talking through they were going through the no they didn't even have a map to begin with when they were, when I started watching oh weird but... yeah he had a map up but it looked like a map of just like the land as a whole and what I wanted was a map of like the encounter they were in the middle of a fight. Uh, yeah, no, he got an actual, uh, they were in a fight when I was watching too today. They got an actual grid map looking thing for the, the actual, fight? yeah, yeah. All right. It was pretty cool, actually. They had, like, it's like an, a D&D interactive overlay that's, like, built into Twitch. It was pretty cool. Surprising. I didn't realize that Twitch, well, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, basically just, just well, short of built boomer Twitch, status. But you, you, there's, there's these different, um, there's these different casting softwares that you can use. So it might not be just a Twitch specific thing, but it may just be the, um, what is the thing that everybody uses? Uh, mm, I can't remember. There's a there's a streaming software, a uh, that like so many people use. It's free, and you can do overlays and you can do all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, it was really cool. I could I could like look at their character sheets and everything. Like, it just pulled it up automatically. I was like, it's pretty neat. Which is which is actually especially relevant because I, I think we're getting ready to gear up for another um, D and D game starting at the end of this month. With uh, some friends here in Houston. Yeah, Justin sent me the map. What did he send you the map for? Because he's this is his first map that he made, and he wanted to show it to somebody, but he's gonna you're gonna play it, so he uh, won't show okay. you yet. Uh, okay, that's that's smart. You guys have your moments. <laughs> I got so excited about playing D and D again that I uh, he, we announced it, we agreed that what date we're going to play and then i rolled my character immediately by myself in my house and then i facetimed justin so he could see me roll my stats for my character <laughs> and then i texted tyler and i said what character are you playing like what are you what are you going to play and he was like dude i'm a person like, i have a job like what i'm not <laughs> thinking of what it, first of all it's first of all this is three weeks away like yeah. three three and a half weeks away and secondly, it's a Thursday afternoon. Like, I have... I'm working. I'm doing stuff. Like, what are you talking about, you lunatic? And I was like, well, oh, yeah, no, I already rolled everything up with Justin on FaceTime, and now I'm building it in this app on my phone, so I have a character <laughs> sheet. And he's like, dude... So you have a mobile character sheet, right? You don't want to lose it. I want a cloud character sheet. Cloud dude. character. And... <laughs> I haven't played... I haven't played D&D since we played that that one game for a while at, yeah. at Justin and Matt's. Yeah, yeah. It's fun, man. I recommend it um, I to mean, anybody. I mean, I do it. I don't know anybody who does it. You don't know anybody in Denver that plays d and I don't think so. Nobody's nobody's talked about it with me. My, yeah, my friend I've, who lives I, up in Fort Collins plays. I bet I, I've met the people that you know in Denver. I bet 
I bet somebody would. We're even just if busy they doing cool shit, dude. <laughs> Dude, all you need to go, no, all you need to do is go to that D and D themed barbecue place you guys have in the middle of Denver, Owlbear. Yeah, right? that place is. They got some dank barbecue. That's a good idea. I'm gonna stand. We're talking outside. about D and D, not barbecue. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Shut stand up. outside of there and eat a, just a fucking gang of barbecue and just ask every person who walks up <laughs> if they have a D and D game. And it would they... take you exactly two tries to get, <laughs> because the first person their game would be full. <laughs> they wouldn't be like oh no i don't play D D." they would be like oh yeah no but i already have six people what if i night, just ask the, what if i just ask the barbecue people themselves i'll just They're put it like, I'll, I'll i'll make the order dude. and then in the special instructions i'll be like yo i'm looking for a D D game <laughs> you should absolutely first of all you should do that a hundred percent and secondly, you should record yourself doing it. Just be like <laughs> on Instagram being like, this is me asking these uh, barbecue guys if they want to play D&D with me. Just trying to get some, some barbecue. And play You're D &D. focusing on the wrong part. Anybody can barbecue, Wayne. No. Not everybody not, can play D&D. First of all, that is not true. <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't care. Um, here, dude. Listen, the point is. Dude, you do care. <laughs> Imagine, what if I get into a D&D &D game with the barbecue guys, and they just bring a shitload of delicious barbecue to all the games. That's what's up. Yeah, it is. That I mean, I can't disagree with that. I'd be a monster to disagree with that. But <laughs> um, the real question is why you haven't done it already. You've been living in Denver for forever, and that place has been a D and D themed barbecue place. Also, I get for like three because every time years. I go there, I just get distracted by barbecue and hunger. Yeah, you just don't give a give a shit about role playing as much. You're a barbecue guy. Turns out you're a barbecue guy, and not a role playing Dude, guy. I was that's so the, that's dedicated. The I was so dedicated to going to that game when it's... we played, and we, and we we got <laughs> bailed on by those two other bozos, whoever they were. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. It's better. So that won't even know me, brah. Well, I gotta admit, um, your dedication to showing up for role-playing games is—it's not as uh, consistent as your ability to show up to eat barbecue, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's up. It's up there. It's up. There. I mean, I'm just saying, if I ever had to rank them, eating barbecue would be above that. Ugh, I just haven't man, had. What a I weird... haven't had the opportunity to have better role-playing game experiences yet you know i would Sorry. choose, you know I would what choose had, rpgs you know what i have had the opportunity to have is great barbecue eating experiences so yeah i would choose role-playing games over barbecue yeah well so you know fuck you you've had different experiences it turns out <laughs> turns out your life is different than mine weird um I mean, yeah, we're very, like, for, for for people, for two people who have been friends for 20 years, we are very different, <laughs> like, <laughs> lifestyles and opinions yeah. about, uh, like, a lot of things. Basically everything. <laughs> yeah, like, 95% of everything. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a wonder. It the is a wonder. 5% overlap, though, that's the fucking, that's, we're in the yeah, but... That's what's up. <laughs> It's like some anime, but not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, soccer. Yeah. Uh, 
It used to be basketball, but I don't think either of us give a fuck about basketball anymore. No, it's like not hard. really. It's hard to. Yeah. So, you know, I've 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 basically gone off of all um all sports over the last year except for Manchester United, and like I think some of that was just. And it was real touch and go as of about two and a half weeks ago, <laughs> three weeks ago. You know, you were ready to just be like. Fuck them too, no, which I get. I mean, it's fine. I'm. I was. If if they were gonna go into the Super League, then absolutely, I was gonna be like, no. Nah, That's I'm what I mean. That's exactly yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Absolutely. There's yeah. no way. Um, you know. So, but that's like I think just like during the pandemic, and then they were like, oh, let's, we're bringing back baseball, and we've got crowds, and I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? It's too early. Why? This is so dumb. Right. People want to go to games. People want to do a lot of dumb things. I don't think we should like enable it and and like put a stamp on it and say this is fine. Yeah. Well, you I mean know? that's really the COVID hot take and has been the whole time where people are like, I want to do the things that I want to do, and it's like bad for people to stop me or to discourage me from doing those things. It's just like. <laughs> Dude, do you think that do you think that like the argument is that people who are like don't go to huge crowded events are against like big event? Like I like I've yeah. just been secretly harboring a distaste for you going to a fucking fish concert for my whole life. I mean, I have, but I'm not going to like stop you. Yeah, exactly. I don't <laughs> want to stop you from doing like I just don't want to go to the fish concert. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like you can go. <laughs> in, well, in normal times, that doesn't affect us at all, right? right? But in these times, we know that it does because yeah. <laughs> then people spread COVID and then they go out back into their communities and they're like, "Oh yeah, I went to the show; it was great." Yeah, and they dude, spread it when, there. When I there was got... somebody that works, he he was working at a coffee shop here that I went to. Uh, I still go to. He doesn't work there anymore, but he was gone for a short while, uh, and then came back. And I guess he was on vacation. He was visiting somebody. And this was mm-hmm. uh, early in the year, so twenty twenty one or twenty twenty early this year. Okay, so it was before people were getting vaccinated, before any service industry people were getting vaccinated, and um. He was just like, oh, yeah, I just got back from a couple weeks in Austin. And it's like, you know, I'm just like so over COVID, you know, like people around there down there just like uh, not wearing masks. And like, it's just like not a big deal. And he's like, well, I'm the manager at the shop, so I have to like enforce rules. But just like I'm over it, you know. And I was like, yeah, all all right. And so then I just didn't go there for like three weeks. (laughs) Until yeah, you know until what else? Somebody is? was like, somebody was like, oh yeah, he doesn't work there anymore. I was like, all right, cool, I can go back. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what crazy. else makes you really over it? If five of your family members die, yeah, <laughs> which is what happened to a friend yeah. of ours. She has family um, down That's... in the valley in te- in in Texas, you know. Yeah, where it's like like pretty rural and pretty conservative and like all this stuff. And then she like, not only did she lose family members, God, I hope she's okay with me saying this. I guess her name's not in it. So yeah. Um, she like lost family members and then she couldn't go 
to their funerals yeah because of the rules and she's just like this is like legitimately devastating and then some asshole is just like oh yeah no but i really wanted to go to carabas so <laughs> yeah it's, i mean it's crazy that stuff is like there was a, a case at you're talking about the funerals there was a case sometime early or mid in the pandemic where a um a family member died of covid and so they had a funeral not distance and anything mm. and then i think i like, know where you're going 13 with this. people who were at the funeral got covid and like there was other people who who got sick and passed away or whatever some so you know it's just like what yeah. what did you think was gonna happen like i feel bad because i want people to be able to you know grieve and spend time with their family but also there's a there's a, a real yeah, there thing are there are on. reasons we do this stuff it is it's not just being made up yeah it goes back to the cons, uh, conspiracy theory stuff like oh this is just people wanting to control other people it's like <laughs> yeah. oh oh really we're controlling everybody by yeah. not doing anything that we want to do okay big brain settle down <laughs> unbelievable galaxy brain in the house doing it um yeah um i uh, 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 rachel has a story about um doing events where she <sighs> some wedding photographer she heard about was like shooting a wedding during the, you know last year last summer during the pandemic obviously but um like halfway like as they were setting up to do it it one of the bridesmaids was like oh it's so cool that you're willing to do this and she was like the photographer was like wait what what does that mean and the bridesmaid was like oh yeah no the groom has covid like right now he's sick uh and we're still doing the wedding and it's i, I just think it's really cool of you to agree to photo you know do what? photographs for the wedding and the photographer was like i'm leaving right now i'm a photog i'm a self-employed photographer you think that I can afford to like miss time for having COVID because you guys just, what are you talking about right now? And she left. And then the, on the way out, the bridesmaids were like, you're going to ruin this person's wedding by leaving. And she was like, how is, how are you going to try and spin this into being my fault? I think that person <laughs> is going to ruin their wedding by causing the deaths of their family members. <laughs> Right, but like that is such like uh, uh, that's such a limited view of how any of this has worked. I mean, we've been doing this shit for forever now, right? Mm -hmm. It feels like a thousand million years. Holy shit! And um, like that kind of take that, like, oh well, you know, it's it's you're you're fucking up my experience because you won't do the same things that I do because of whatever, like you think that you need to be safer or whatever. And it's like, well, dude, I am being safer. That's, that's what the center for disease control was invented for to like protect people. Like yeah. we don't just invent these things to, to like make sure that conservatives have like rules that they need to follow for no, fun next time like and next time there's an you know a spinach e coli outbreak or something and the cdc is like i'll recall and uh if you have the spinach throw it away 
I'm just going to be like, nah, I'm going to eat it raw <laughs> without washing it because you don't control me yeah. and my freedoms. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. It's so, completely Yeah, insane. I mean, I think, I think the part of me is like, yes, I, like, I get it. I want to do the things I want to do. Yeah, you right? were the traveling guy yeah of, of our group of people that i that i know like you I, were the guy who went to like seven thousand countries i canceled <laughs> i already had when when they were like hey lockdown and this shit is super serious and all this stuff i immediately was like all right well i have literally three trips already planned in the next like two months and i have to cancel them right now yeah I'm and your, tri- try your to trips are them. never to like one place and then back to denver your trips are like you go there, you do a bunch of activities, yeah, like, and then go to other countries that are close to wherever you're visiting, and like so it's when you bummer. travel internationally. Yeah, it's I, a huge. I have things. I have things. I'm fine. Like, there's things that are finally getting replanned or rescheduled for um, later this year, like the mm-hmm. fall. Yeah. And so I, you know, I have like getting tickets or doing these things, and I'm like, okay, I'm super stoked. I'm gonna go to these things because we're on this trajectory mm-hmm. and like people are getting more and more vaccinated. It's opening up more and more. I'm vaccinated. The people that I am close with, who I spend any time with um, are vaccinated. Right. So like there's safety measures now and ideally we'll be at a, a much higher level of vaccination by, you know, August, September when these things are going on. But right. I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to go to a baseball game right now. I would like to. I'm not trying to do that. I have friends that went to the Astros game today. Yeah. I I, I just like. I mean, I guess I don't know, man. Like, I guess they they um, roll the roof back, and then make yeah, everybody I mean, stand far sure, apart but and it's stuff like, like that. It just it just seems too soon to go be bumping up against a bunch of people getting in and out of a stadium and you know yeah i don't know look, i feel like standing know. around in the street i mean i was i didn't know it was happening for the first time here and then i went to go down some place that's not far from the stadium and i saw all of these people out and i was like oh no mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no what are they doing so you know I, I don't know. It's like, it's it's a strange time. I'm happy that things are getting better, and you know, having levels of protection. Yeah, of course. I think like it's totally yeah. fine. Go do things like you get vaccinated. Your parents or your grandparents are vaccinated. All that stuff. Go visit. Right. Figure that stuff out. Um, totally fine. But also, like going to a large event does not seem. Uh, I guess there's recent rules that were like, sure, you know, they're easing up these outdoor event things, but you know, still wear a mask. Well, but, if you're, what, yeah, of course. It is. But yeah. it's it just feels it feels like okay. Well, that's the thing. The CDC just said that like this last weekend or whatever this last week. But the baseball games have been open for people for over a month. Right. Exactly. So, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is um, the really disappointing part is that the reason it's taken us so long to get to reopening and doing all of these things is because as a society, a certain percentage 
of people were just like, I'm not doing shit. And it slowed down the whole process. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the shit that we should have been doing last September. But nobody stayed inside. And everybody was just, like, spitting in each other's mouths. Fucking, like, a bunch of savage animals. I, I know that because I was in the industry at the time, and I saw the parties. People were literally, like... If you think that people in Houston, Texas weren't still going to strip clubs during, like, April, <laughs> April and May of last year, you're yeah. out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Yeah. Hell, James Harden was in the strip clubs, and he was Instagramming, live, like, the whole thing live. <laughs> yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, oh, what yeah. are we... like? At the end right? of the season, he got fined at the end of the season because he was, like, flying, like, East Coast, West Coast and, like, having parties with a bunch of people and just not yeah, exactly. caring. I mean, you saw him at the beginning of the season. He Thick, had, thick boys. Yeah, he put on a bunch of weight just from partying all offseason. Actually, truth be told, that's what I would do as soon as I got a professional athlete's contract. I would wash out of the league in two years. I'd be done. I'd be like, you gave me how much money? Did I get $30 million this year? All right, where's the stake? Like, I'm good on all of this. Like, <laughs> But that's, like, insight into my own mentality. So I saw go. a thing. I saw a thing once that, that game day, part of Shaq's game day ritual is that he ate, like, steak and lobster every game day. <laughs> yeah, you got to eat like a champion if you're going to play like a champion, dude. <laughs> also, that guy is seven foot tall, so it's probably okay if he – eats a lot before an nba basketball game yeah i i was but he would show he would show up to the beginning of the season out of shape and overweight and then he just play himself into shape throughout the season Correct. and then by the time the playoffs hit he just be like dunking on everybody well what do you tell a guy like Shaq, who there never has been and never will be a person that is that like he's literally like the only guy that's ever gonna be that guy like all right man you don't even exist in the same reality as the rest of us so i guess you do you i don't know you just gotta give it to him there's just no way around it but the point is to the covid stuff um aliens um <laughs> is that the reason that we're do like that we're doing this shit now when we should have been doing it back then is because americans a certain percentage uh didn't want to give up their freedoms which is like american freedoms are like i if you if you if i can't go get chips and salsa chips and queso at this restaurant you're taking away my freedom well, you know, I think Whereas in normal actual in normal freedom times, versus in normal times, I'd agree with that, <laughs> but not not over this well, last year, you know. This this is the problem. <laughs> People are literally like, I I I need to be free. You remember the haircut controversy from last year? I need to go to a salon and get my haircut, my freedoms. All right, man. Clearly, you've never felt any sort of oppression in your whole life because, pe like, people, people in Turkey and Egypt are like, "Ugh, God." Yeah. <laughs> Those are your freedoms. They literally had me in chains six weeks ago. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, the richest dude, that dude who owns Alibaba or whatever, the richest dude and one of the richest dudes in the world is like disappeared for like three weeks or whatever. <laughs> 
Yeah. Then he showed back up, and he was like, nope, everything's cool. Do not ask me any not a, questions. <laughs> I'm definitely not a clone of <laughs> myself. Yeah, that's the lead time for clones, three weeks. Well, who knows? Maybe they've been working on him for like 10 years. Yeah, they already to... had one, and then they just had to download his brain into the... Yeah, they didn't They didn't see the pandemic coming. They, they got cloning down, but they couldn't see the pandemic coming. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, they can't tell the future. Yeah, you can only prepare for it. Yeah. yeah you get it. Exactly. Yeah, you get it too. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. At this point, like, I'm surrounded by huge swaths of people that are continuing to live their lives pre-pandemic normal so i think that calling this thing a wrap is coming even sooner than we think so guess we'll find I, I out mean, I think i'd like to see you in person at some point soon some i don't know why because i don't like you that much but like yeah, I'm, and I was thinking about that. Actually, I was thinking that I was going to uh, come down to Houston sometime uh, in the next couple of months. So I might as well. Interesting. Um, well, we can talk about that not on the pod, but it would be nice to see you. I don't want anybody to know when you're around. Uh, you know, our, our huge uh, audience would, uh, you know, get your flight information and stuff like that. Yeah, they would you know, down. dude. They would know. I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to go. They're going to come rob my place, and they're going to be on my plane. Like, Yeah, the, it's the, the, the it's the Bodhi Hive. They would track you down. Did you see uh, that a couple weeks ago that there was a flight <laughs> that was delayed because I'm totally somebody... calling anybody who listens to us Bodhi Hive by now. Right now, <laughs> yeah, by the way. Bodhi Hive. Uh... <laughs> That somebody, the flight was delayed. I can't, I don't know where it was, but because somebody who was going to get, who was getting on the flight, threw coins into the engine for good luck. Man fires shotgun into bottom of boat for luck. Man slashes three out of four tires for luck. (laughs) With his lucky knife, though. (laughs) His grandpa's knife. How much change did he throw? How much change was it? It's got to be so much change. Uh, (laughs) He took his his plastic Ozarka jug full of coins that he keeps in his house and just hucks it into the fucking engine. Oh, let's see. Oh, oh. oh man. There's no way a plane engine would give a shit about 85 cents. Oh, it's a woman. Okay, let's see. This woman. That's the... <laughs> well, you can't be sure, oh. right? You can't be sure about that. You oh. can't be. Uh... Oh, I'm not an aeronautic engineer, <laughs> dude. dude. Like, no, I don't know, she but... had no prior criminal record or mental health issues. <laughs> I am losing my mind right now. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, What? uh, 
Yeah. So if she was an uh, eighty year old woman, why didn't you just throw your whole luggage in there while you were at it? She was that she was throwing <laughs> coins at the plane during boarding of the the. Uh, I'm like sweating. The flag. Oh, I'm <laughs> devastated right now, dude. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So the flight was. Oh. Let's see. This the flight was scheduled to fly, fly out <laughs> at twelve at twelve forty p.m. One hundred and fifty passengers, and then it was delayed. It took off at six fifteen, six sixteen. So it was delayed for so almost long. six hours, dude. Five and a half hours. Uh, the coins add up to about. Oh. Uh, 1.7 yuan or about 25 US cents. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ooh. Why would you do that? Why? <laughs> oh, that's the funniest thing I've heard in a, such a long time, dude. Oh my god, I'm dying. I'm literally sweating. Like, I'm gonna they have were, to change they my were part. They were part of a prayer, dude. <laughs> How did she get to? Was she on the tarmac? Well, like, yeah, they're on the tarmac. They was like they it was like they had to walk just, oh! on the tarmac, like up to the and then up to the stairs into the the plane. Oh. And uh, let's see, there's a picture of the coins: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine coins. There's a picture of the coins. Nine, nine coins into the engine. I can't. I I can't. Oh, I can't do got, it, dude. I can't. That's just. Oh, oh. I'm I'm legitimately devastated right now. I cannot. I just. Can you imagine oh. standing there on the tarmac and then you look over and this eighty-year-old woman is just heaving <laughs> coins into the fucking airplane engine, and you're just like, what's the, the engine on? Yeah, <laughs> I the think so. On? It must have been. I don't know. <laughs> If, I, I feel like if it was off, the coins would just land on the bottom and then get blown out like slowly, like over time. Well, or no, whatever, well, yeah. So I think I think it was one of those things where it's like whenever you're loading oh. onto a plane, whenever I've loaded <sighs> onto a plane, the the engines are like on, they're like idling. So the oh. thing is in there turning or whatever, and it's just it's yeah. just idling. Dude, I just so I don't even know what just, like, I don't even know what other coins to inside ask. of this thing. <laughs> Stop, stop saying hucking coins. It gets me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Well, anyway. I didn't know you were going to top my box cutter story yeah, that easily. Dude, <laughs> dude I just Fuck. posterized your box cutter Shut story. Shut <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were like the LeBron jump jumping over um I can't remember his first name, but it was Williams. And he was playing yeah. for the Heat. He just jumped all the way over him. He was like <laughs> Oh dude, I can't like I'm legitimately like disoriented. <laughs> See that stuff all the time, man. Crazy people. I'm, I'm laughing like mut I'm laughing like Muttley from um Oh, whatever that cartoon was. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I know the dog you're talking was, about. Uh, I don't know the cartoon he's from, but cartoon, I just remember yeah, no. I just remember that 
he was one of the characters when they used to do those cartoons that were like super crossover cartoons of all the characters racing in like a boat race or like uh or like a car race or something do you know yeah. what i'm talking about yeah 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 those, I, do, I loved I do. those because reason, it was I just do. like a full bit of every character doing just what their thing was the whole bit and nobody just, under 30 is going to give a fuck about what we're talking a, about right now it was but like that's okay yeah it was like thunder thunderball or whatever that that racing they don't even know what that movie is. Nobody knows. Anyway, oh. hashtag almost 40. I have there. a headache. I have a fucking Weird. headache. <laughs> I literally have a headache in the forehead, in my, in the, like, just behind my forehead from laughing. Well, let's listen oh. to uh, a soothing piece of music. And uh, I'll play a little clip of it uh, as we are wont to do on here. But uh, <laughs> we got to wrap this nonsense up. Well, listen to this music. Um, it is a song called "Into the Wake." I can't, Mystified. I can't wait to be. It is by an I can't artist. Wait to be soothed. Yeah, it was by an artist uh, named Avery Lee's Night Palace, and I think uh, this is actually the only song they have on Spotify. But it was sent to me by somebody the other day. 4,540 plays right now, so I'm about to bump this thing up. 4,541, and you all can yeah, make the... it more, because it's a nice song. Um, so we're going to play a piece of it for you. We're going to listen to this whole damn thing. Let's do it. I can't wait. Let's do it. Let me see if I can figure out how to do this again. <laughs> Alright, baby boy. That's all we got today. Is that a wrap for us? Are we done? Yeah, we just said a bunch of dumb stuff for an hour and twenty minutes. Stupid shit, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh go ahead and rate us and review us, but only if you say nice things. If you say anything mean, we're gonna be devastated. And we can't handle that right now. This last year. No thank you. But yeah, probably right even now. before that, we not probably right couldn't now. have handled it before that either. So just, you know, I just forget it. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it.